What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. And today we're looking at Matthew chapter 6. And what's cool about this is this is the scripture passage we gleaned from for Wednesday's podcast. And if you're yeah. following along with us at Emmanuel, it's also the chapter that Pastor Ken and I have been preaching out of the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. And so in it, just a quick recap, Jesus has called us to do these acts of righteousness and to do them privately. And mm-hmm. so he talks about giving to the needy. Don't let your right hand know what your left hand's doing. Mm-hmm. Prayer, uh, fasting, which we talked about and I'm preaching on Sunday. And so Bobby and I felt it was appropriate to focus on the end of the chapter. And as we read it, it's actually what stuck out to us. So yeah. Bobby, what are you going to talk about? You're going to talk about worry and... Yeah, the just verses 25 through 34 at the very end um, kind of stuck out to me. And so I'm going to share a little bit about um, worry and read it in the message version because, yeah, I I know it, it was good for me to read, but I have a feeling um, not worrying could be a good word for, for right <laughs> anybody now. else right now. Yeah, for sure. And then for me, what, what stuck out to me is the passage where it's talking about how your eye is the lamp of the body. And so that passage comes first, and so I'll Mm -hmm. read it real quick. It says, The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. Mm -hmm. But if your eyes are bad, then your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? And uh, then he transitions to the section on do not worry. And so when it comes to your eye, your heart being the lamp of your body, this was like a really serious debate back in the day where they were trying to re- trying to discover mm. if what you look at um if the light is outside your body and then comes in through your eye and in- inside you or if there is some kind of light inside you that comes out through your eyes and allows your eyes to see and and while they're debating that for literally centuries jesus is saying spiritually it's actually it's a both hand mm. what you look at affects your heart mm-hmm. And your heart affects how you see the world and how you interpret things. And so it's definitely a two-way street. What comes into your eye changes your heart. And the condition of your heart will influence and uh, determine and help you um, understand and make sense of what your eyes are seeing. And so I guess one way of saying it is the eyes on my face are oftentimes controlled by the eyes of my heart. Let Mm. me give you a couple of examples of this. Uh, if deep down in our heart, we believe that we are victims. And there's a good chance we've all been done wrong, and maybe you are a victim. I don't know. But let's say deep down we have this victim mentality. When we look at the world, we're going to see the world as always being against us. Yeah. If deep down there is sexual promiscuity, my eyes are going to see everybody as an object, and usually an object for my pleasure. Mm-hmm. If deep down in my heart I believe that my worth is based on money, I'm going to view through my eyes every relationship and opportunity as a transaction. Mm-hmm. I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. And so when it comes to the Bible, there's a lot of different passages that come to my mind that you know that um, talk about our eyes. Like one coming from Ephesians talks about a prayer that we would be enlightened that the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know basically how great and powerful God is, mm-hmm. how much he loves us, and how powerful his grace is. Like I pray that the eyes of your hearts would be enlightened, that they would be open, that they would know. And so there's a mm-hmm. powerful passage. Um, Bobby, 
thinking about Jesus' teachings, yeah. you mentioned one earlier that stood out to you. Did I? Well, Matthew 5 talks about how um, it's kind of that eye for an eye. It literally says, um, you have heard that it was said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but I tell you, do not resist an evil person if someone strikes you. Oh, that's not it. Yeah, no, we were reading the section on adultery. Talking about <laughs> Ah, yes. yes how, Remind how me, what was I saying? Well, it's always just so pr- profound and deep. <laughs> Oh yeah! If your right eye causes you to yeah. sin, then gouge it out. Ah yes, that's an yeah. eye. That's for your eyes. Yes, <laughs> that's that's serious language. Going, hey, if, right. you're, if your eyes are going to cause you problems, gouge them out. Now again, I think the technical English term is hyperbole there, but he's, oh. he, he, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, somebody, <laughs> but he's not being serious. It's an extreme <clears throat> example where he's saying, mm-hmm. I don't want you to sin, and you don't want to fall into lust, and lust affects not only your body but it affects your heart and soul. Right. So gouge your eye out and man that's that that really hit me today looking at our phones and now they're coming out with studies on how what we look at can change the composition of our brain um even the colors of our phones they're saying hey you should contrast this and put the grayscale on because the colors on your screen aren't even realistic (laughs) in the real world so when you look at the real world your brain's like bored and that causes problems um well you you did that and so Clark put his phone to grayscale, and I picked up his phone and looked at it, and literally my brain was like, ugh. Oh, <laughs> Why well, is your it phone? took me like a week for my brain to almost detox the colors. Yeah. Uh, it, was, yeah. it was a real thing, because my eyes were so used to like, ooh, it's attractive, it's flashing, it's awesome. And then I put this boring grayscale <laughs> on, they're like, what the heck is this, Clark? Come on, give, yeah, us that's the, good. give us the cool color. So it works. Yeah. So if you want to try it out, give it a shot. Let me know what you think. But... What were you saying? As I think more about the eyes, it's like whatever we look at, we're giving access to our heart. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. It's it's like um, us giving the keys of our house to a stranger or something. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. we have all kinds of interesting folks walking around our house in our alley and doing all kinds of things. Right. So walking like, around like outside and walking around inside. Yeah, we do have interesting kid. people walking around <laughs> inside our house too. <laughs> but it's like me walking by some random dude like, hey bro, here are my keys to my house, which, which is where the right. most valuable and precious things in my life are. Come on in. It's like that's mm. what my eyes do when I look at stuff that are helpful or unhelpful. And so yeah. I think that's why Jesus is saying, your eyes are the lamp of the body. Take really serious like mm-hmm. what you look at because – Whatever is inside you is really going to affect your life. And so, um, yeah, as talking about the eye of the lamp of the body, that's what stuck out to me today. Oh, mine's not as deep. Yeah, (laughs) mine's not as deep. But I was just really encouraged in reading the end of chapter six. Um, So here it's kind of this... they're just we're just getting implored by Matthew just don't worry about your life and that is tough sometimes so I don't know if that's just me you know as a mom as a woman I don't know but I do think definitely easier said than done well 2020 has just kind of been a grown strong muscular man I would say I also worry sometimes don't worry about your life yeah we're being encouraged here so just a woman thing it's a human thing Matthew's talking about that where he's saying you know look at the the birds of the air how are how are they eating are they storing away food in their barns? Look at the flowers. Um, aren't they clothed by God? Aren't they here one day and then gone the next? And uh, verse 26, 27 um, stuck out. I want to read that to you. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And so that uh, that's one of those verses I feel like that I just kind of sit on for a minute. 
And so if you're reading your Bible today and you're just reading through chapter six and okay, you know, looking back, what stuck out to me, I would encourage you, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life might be a sentence for you just to pause for a minute and think, okay, Lord, what are you trying to get at here? Holy Spirit. And so in that, I do feel like there's a word that lifted for me. And it was, um, it was this, I'm going to give it to you. So as I continue to read the rest of the chapter, it's all about this lifestyle of just surrender unto the Lord. So we're saying, we trust you. Uh, we trust who you are and how you have valued us, God, and how you love us. And so that's why I cannot worry. And so this is kind of the thought that came from that. Thinking, walking, and living in peace doesn't mean that we neglect the reality of our present circumstance. I don't want to diminish or minimize anything that we're going through, and neither does the Lord, because that is our reality, where yeah, we're at. He meets us in those moments. What it does mean is that we don't let our circumstance control us. It doesn't control who we are. It doesn't control how we think. It doesn't control um, how we live. And that's kind of what Matthew chapter 6 was what was lifting out of that to me. And so I want to say that again, thinking, walking, and living in peace doesn't mean we neglect the reality of our present circumstance. It means that we don't let our circumstance control us Mm. Uh, because there's been a lot of really tough stuff and um, always, you know, health, finances, and, and the Bible speaking about that. And in the midst of it, he's saying, remember who I am and seek first me. Don't worry about what you're going to wear. Don't worry about what you're going to eat. Worry about or think about me. Think about who I am and think about how I value you and love you. I'm going to read. So go jump in. Before you read, one of the things that sticks out to me as you're reading it is, I wonder if we all did a survey of the things that we actually get worried about. Because Jesus is talking about Mm -hmm. really, really important things, like things that are essential and like could be like life and death. If you don't have clothes on and it's cold outside, you could get sick and die. Sure. If you don't eat after a while or drink, like you're going to get sick and die. So I guess my heart, what's what's hitting me right now is what is it that I get worried about? Like, am I worried about traffic? Am I worried about my fantasy football team? Am I worried about... Hypotheticals. Yeah. What could. What could happen. And if they say this, then option A, B, and C are on the table. They didn't smile. They didn't like my post. They didn't email me back. They didn't return my call. So I'm just like, all right, God, help my heart to care about what is really important. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. even in then, like Bobby's saying, like, don't neglect what's really happening. But God, give me peace in the midst of that. So one... Help me mm-hmm. care about and be invested in, like, the, let's be honest, the really important things of life. Yeah. Not these silly things that often do cause me to worry. But, and then, tr- and, and then give those to God and trust that he's working and has my back. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's a good addition. Okay, you guys, I'm going to read the message version of verses 30 through 34 and uh, leave you with that. It really encouraged me today. If God gives such attention to the appearance of wildflowers, most of which are never even seen, don't you think he'll attend to you, take pride in you, do his best for you? What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax, to not be so preoccupied with getting so you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things. But you both know God and know how he works. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. 
Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. All right. Well, thanks for listening today. We pray that the Holy Spirit will just touch your heart and use this passage as a blessing for you. As always, we want to hear what stood out to you from the passage. So feel free to share it and uh, share what scripture stood out to you. Mm -hmm. That's all we got. God bless you guys. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance toward you and give you his peace. Have a great day.